All right, have you tried Callahan Coffee yet? Well, you should. It's really good stuff. Our first branded product, this is a premium dark roast blend roasted fresh to order in Waltham, Mass. The Callahan Coffee blend combines beans from three continents to create a unique natural coffee flavor rich with chocolate and sweet with caramel taste notes, creating a full-bodied dark roast with low acidity. People keep telling us they love it. They keep ordering more. You got to try it. Callahan Coffee is a great way to directly support this show. So order now at CallahanCoffee.com. That's CallahanCoffee.com. This is The Jerry Callahan Show. Fourth of July. I, I I love Fourth of July. I, I love all the all the patriotism. I even love the militaristic stuff. But uh, I guess not everybody does. I guess uh, my old friend Howie Bryant at ESPN. And I'm just gonna say I did you all a favor. I did you all a favor. You Ironhead and everybody listening. Um, I read this piece of garbage so you wouldn't have to. And uh, I can give you some highlights, some lowlights. It's about nine million. Uh, words long, and it's about what an awful, evil, racist place America is. That is what ESPN gave you on 4th of July. That was their big featured story. Howard Bryant, uh, best known for um, writing books nobody buys and writing stories nobody reads, and for choking his wife uh, in front of his six-year-old child. We can get to that. We can get to Howard Bryant and his history, but uh, it was just a most, an amazing piece about how awful America is on 4th of July. That is ESPN for you. And I don't even know if he mentioned, uh, I'm sure he did. I mean, it's, it's all the greatest hits. It's all about, you know, Colin Kaepernick and, uh, you know, January 6th and just one, one grievance after another from uh, a, a guy who, um, uh, <laughs> I guess makes his living, I guess gets paid to write this stuff that nobody reads. Uh, and, and they better pay him because if they ever dump him, you know, he'll be, uh, he'll be suing and calling him racist and everything else, but it truly is a new low for ESPN. We'll get to some of that. And, uh, and L Duncan, former Boston, uh, broadcaster L Duncan also had a, uh, an interesting message over the holiday, shaming fathers fathers of daughters who don't kick and scream because uh, Roe v. Wade was overturned. I'm not she, sure she even understands what it entails, but she would like us all to think uh, it's our responsibility as as girl dads to demand that our girls have the right to uh, to a, a, an abortion in the third trimester. Very important to L. Duncan. Interesting, too, because this is the network that suspended Sage Steele for complaining about vax mandates. <laughs> Sage Steele is still employed at ESPN and suing them, suing them because they uh, have uh, have mistreated her because she is not a crazy leftist and she is against vax mandates. Real radical stuff, but uh, Sage Steele, who is, by the way, much better at the job than L. Duncan, much better at the job than... <laughs> Than, than, than most people at ESPN. I guess that's why she's still there, even though she's suing them. Uh, be curious to see how that plays out. We have uh, the latest, I believe this is late breaking news on the Highland Parks Highland Park shooter. I guess I got a, I got, I, I got a question. I got a question. I'm, 
I'm all ears. I'm, I'm open to anything. Uh, I'm not a gun guy. You know that I'm not a big gun guy. What if you, if you want red flag laws, if you believe in red flag laws, um, if they can't stop this guy, who, who exactly, who, who is going to get red flagged if uh, Bobby Cremo didn't get red flagged? I mean, isn't that the whole point to stop a guy like Robert Cremo from getting a hold of, we now believe five guns bought legally in Illinois. Um, I know we had one, uh, he used one to shoot, uh, to, to kill seven people and wound about 38, I believe the latest number from the roof of a building, uh, uh, during the parade, during the 4th of July parade, I guess he, he, he enjoys the 4th of July, about as much as, uh, Howard Bryant, uh, and, uh, made a run for it while wearing women's clothes, got rid of that gun, but had another gun in the car when the cops found him and, is there anything more ridiculous than people who say, Ooh, he's a white guy. The cops didn't shoot him. <laughs> he's if he were a black guy, they would have shot. Did they, did they shoot uh, the scumbag in uh, Waukesha who killed, I believe six people. Uh, did they shoot Frank James who shot up the subway in New York and then literally had to call the cops on himself because he was waddling down the street. It just un. Uh, without a care in the world, had lunch, called the cop and said, come get me. They shoot that guy. I don't think so. It's, it's just, so you saw the apprehension. You saw them put him face down on the ground and arrest him, handcuff him. They were supposed to shoot him. What in the back of the head (laughs) is, I don't know. So people just lose their minds, but I need help with this one. Maybe you can help me out. Let's, let's get into this iron head. You're the gun guy, even though you lost all your guns in the, in the canoe accident, you're the gun guy. What is the point of a red flag law if it doesn't red flag Robert Cremo, a guy who'd been suicidal? The cops have been called to his residence twice in the previous two years, once because he was going to kill himself and once because he was going to kill, quote, everybody, including his family. Um, they they uh, went to the home and took his knives, something like 40 knives and a, and a sword, and they took a sword. I didn't even know you could do that. Just take knives a year later. He can walk in a gun store and buy five guns, including, and this is according to NPR this morning, an AR type rifle, an AR type rifle. Not quite. So that means it's not an AR. (laughs) I mean, you can hear the gunshots. He got off 70 rounds. It is kind of, it is kind of scary when you, when you see the scene and people running and, there's nothing sadder you will ever see or read than the story of little Aiden McCarthy. I believe his name is little kid. They found wandering with blood on him. Uh, this scumbag Cremo killed both of his parents. He also killed an 88 year old man. I mean, imagine looking at that in your gun sight, seeing an 88 year old man and saying, yep, that's, I want to uh, going after him. But so you go to the gun store. He goes to the gun store. There's a universal background check. It's Illinois. You got a background check. You have red flag laws in place. And this guy who has uh, this history, and by the way, this doesn't even conclude his social media history and everything else. There's face tats. I want an interview. I want one of the networks. I want whatever, CNN, whoever, to go to that gun store and ask the person who sold him the guns, did you have any apprehensions? The guy is the creepy, I mean, he thinks he's, you know, Arthur Fleck, you know, he thinks he's the Joker. He's, he's, he's flaunting 
his mental illness. He's flaunting the the fact that he is is a scary, is a frightening uh, man, and and probably scared everybody. I mean, he's he's a pretty hideous looking woman too. If you see him running from the scene, they got a picture of him. That was supposed to be his cover so he could get away to, to dress like a woman, I guess, or maybe it just made him feel pretty. But he, he still has a neck tattoo. He has one on his forehead, one on his cheek. He's only 21. Some say 22, 21. He could legally buy the guns. So all the measures we debated a couple of weeks ago after, uh, after Uvalde, none of them has any effect. It's amazing. I mean, he can, he can buy the guns cause he's old enough. He's 21. He can pass a red, he could pass a background check and he can pass the, uh, he doesn't get red flagged despite his history. So all those things that we thought about, all those things that, that, uh, you know, that, that they reached uh, the, all the, uh, in this bipartisan agreement with, with Biden and they passed this new law, gun control law, gun, gun, they ch- they'll call it gun control, gun regulation bill. None of that mattered. None of that mattered because this psycho was old enough. And I guess those threats he made in the past did not uh, show up on his, uh, on his uh, whatever red flag. I guess they, I don't even know how they go about the red flag in Illinois, but it didn't work. It didn't work, but it's hard to believe that you could sell that, 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 that person, that person you just put on the screen, that person, that guy, any, I mean, I, I can't imagine, you know, selling him a, a friggin' butter knife. It just, he is a scary looking dude and he carried it out and he's in court today, I believe making his first court appearance. We'll learn more. We'll learn exactly what type of weapon it was. Was it an AR type weapon? Was it an AR? Uh, did uh, he have an extra capacity magazine? How many, um, to get off 70 shots, uh, how many times does he have to, uh, uh, how many times does he have to replace the magazine? Uh, once or twice, depending on the magazine yeah. size. So uh, they'll, they'll be talking about that today, the extra capacity magazine. And again, would it matter? Why would it? It didn't matter in Evaldi. That was because of cops, cowardice and incompetence. In this case, was he, should he have been flagged? Are we going to find out that this was a mistake, that this guy should have been flagged, that this guy should have, should have been denied the chance to buy those five guns? But, and, and where does this loser even get the money? It's just like the Evaldi case all over again. I mean, he's, he doesn't even have a job. He worked at Panera, like a, whatever, two years ago, just hanging around uh, doing his little rap videos. What's his, what is his rap name? Awake? Oh, he's Awake. A, he actually is a rapper. I was going to say he looks like yeah. a SoundCloud rapper. He's, he's actually a rapper with a, an, an amazing amount of downloads, an amazing amount of listens when you think about it. But uh, I don't think he was making any money. He was also online. I mean, he was posting pictures of school shootings. He was posting pictures of Lee Harvey Oswald. Gee, could you imagine that he went up on a roof with a rifle? This guy who was uh, obsessed with this kind of stuff, who was promising to kill everybody. It just seems like this is the best case yet of, 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 uh, of, a, of mental illness being the problem. He was on meds, but they apparently weren't, uh, weren't, uh, weren't working because uh, he, he carried out the threat that everybody and nobody, nobody in his life is surprised. Nobody in his life is going to say, wow, we didn't see that one coming. It is, uh, in, and uh, we'll learn more today. We'll see him in court, I guess. And uh, he'll plead uh, not guilty in reason of insanity, whatever. 
uh, at some point, but you would think somebody is, I know his parents had were split up. I know he lived with his father and his uncle and I know the uncle's already apologized to, to the world, but, uh, I mean, will they say, Hey, we called the cops. We tried, you know, he threatened to kill everybody. So we called the cops. They took his knives. We did our best. So this is a guy who can't have knives. According to the cops, he can't have knives. He can't have a sword, but he can have five brand new guns. I, I would call that a flaw in your uh, red flag system, but what do I know? Swalwell must be furious. You I haven't see, heard from You haven't seen what he's, he's just been posting nonstop. Um, about uh, about Lauren. Bo- I saw him yeah. posting about Lauren Bobert and how she, she's to blame because she's whatever. She's a gun. Yeah. He just keeps posting owner. pictures of her and um, Marjorie Taylor Greene holding guns. I think I got the ticket for uh uh, what do you give us the ticket for 2024? Uh, obviously, I want DeSantis and Carrie Lake, but for the Democrats, Swalwell and Tierra Mac. You like that one? Or it could be Tierra Mac and Swalwell. Either way, either way. But uh, if you uh, haven't seen the latest Democrat star who is uh, getting some major coverage with her latest video she made campaigning for state Senate in Rhode Island, Tierra Mac is. Uh, is is big time. Let's uh do, do you have TRMX? Uh, it's only an eight second, nine second video. Okay, here she is on the beach. She got my vote. Vote Senator Mac. Vote Senator Mac. That's it. Eight nine seconds. She's on the beach doing a headstand and twerking. That is that is bizarre. You know, even even by Rhode Island standards, that is bizarre. You think she's going to win a lot of hearts and minds with that ad? I mean, yeah. Other than you, a lot of a lot of chubby chasers going to be pretty excited about that. You think she's chubby? She's a uh, what? Well, you know, <laughs> look at her. You think that's chubby? Your standards well, not, are way too insane. I mean, well, well, not that. That she looks okay in that picture, uh, and but the uh, handstand, the twerking. She's just got a big sure. ass. Why do you, Why do you have to do it upside down? Why can't you just turn around and twerk? Uh, it's all about athletics, uh, Jerry. Uh, uh, she's she's apparently a Brown University graduate, too. So she's uh, sort of kind of an Ivy Leaguer. But look at yes, I do. I do think she's uh, a little uh, zoftic. She's got a big do, butt. But, but other than that, look at this. That's insane to say she's fat. Okay, that that upside down. Who, who is it supposed to convince of anything? Who is she supposed to persuade with that? Uh, no, she's trying to I get back know. the people that are like, all right, enough of the I drag queens at like elementary school. <laughs> I, I, it worked. Tucker Tuck, Tucker's endorsing her. She, he wants her to be Secretary of uh, State for the Biden administration. Once uh, I want, I, you know, she's, she's getting some, she's, her star is rising. Put it that way. It worked, whatever it was, it worked. All right. Before we get to, uh, before we get to Howie, Howie Bryant at uh, ESPN, I got to do, I got to, I got to read some of them. Perhaps uh, well, the standard is so low with Howard Bryant. I was going to say the worst thing he's ever written, but he's written books. He's written <laughs> Lots of stories, all like this, of course, all about how awful and evil America is. And poor, uh, you know, uh, a black man like Howard Bryant can't catch a break. The guy's getting paid to write drivel like this that nobody except me is reading. But uh, we got to get to this Brittany Griner story, too, because, man, what a what a what a wasted opportunity for the Biden administration. When you think about it, Brittany Griner, 
appeared in court. Her trial's ongoing. She's going to get convicted. Everybody gets convicted in Russian court. Uh, She's going to get like 10 years. So at some point, Biden, the Biden administration has to make a deal. I know that the, the, the word is that the the guy the Russians want is the merchant of death, the international crime, international uh, gun dealer. And you probably want to negotiate that down, maybe just have a, I don't know, a drug dealer or something. Uh, but uh, I mean, this is there any doubt that Trump would get her out, even though she probably hates him? Trump got LeBron, well, which ball was it? Lorenzo ball, Lamar, one of the ball brothers got him out of China, even though the, the, the guy didn't like Trump and his father didn't like Trump. Oh, uh, LiAngelo ball. Was it LiAngelo? Yeah. You know, he got him out. He got him out, made it a point. I mean, he, uh, you, you know, Trump would get him out because it's, he loves that. You know, he loves Kodak it's Black. simple. It's simple. It makes you look like a tough guy. You know, my, it's macho. I got my guy out. I got our guy. Um, and uh, he, he would make it a point, even though Brittany Griner doesn't like him and didn't vote for him. The letter Brittany Griner wrote in uh, or they, they released excerpts to Biden saying, I voted for you and now you're leaving me here was uh, it, it was devastating when you think about it. I don't know what more you could do. I don't know, you know how the talks work. Obviously, there's a little war going on. Obviously, Biden has escalated that war. And we know there's, uh, you know, U.S. intelligence helping them find, kill Russian generals and take out Russian ships. Uh, so there's a little bit of bad blood there. But it's such a high-profile case. She's, she's a famous athlete, sort of, kind of. She's uh, black. She's gay. You know, she's really kind of distinctive-looking, especially when she walks in a court. And she's got all the guards around her and she's like a foot taller than any of the guys there. I mean, you would think that would be a, a, a opportunity and a great, uh, great optic for Biden or whoever is in charge. I mean, we know that, that uh, they, they're completely incompetent. We know she couldn't even talk to her wife on the phone because the U.S. embassy in Moscow uh, dropped the ball. There was no one there to answer the phone and put them uh, together. Uh, but uh, I believe her wife, what's, I don't even know her first name, but her last name's Griner. She took her name, but Cheryl, she, Cheryl was on uh, CBS this morning Yep, on CBS this morning talking about it, saying that the Biden administration has done nothing for her. This, I mean, this should be top priority just for the look of it all. Shouldn't we, shouldn't you go bent over backwards just cause you don't want this you know, these these hardcore liberals going on with their friends on whatever this is. What show is this? CBS this morning. Yeah. And and, and ripping them for doing nothing. I mean, it, it's you know, it's one thing to tank the U.S. economy or open the border. That's that's complicated. This is really simple. You do what you can to get the, the woman home and then you take a bow and say, you know, we'll leave no American behind. I mean, they will. They left lots of Americans in uh, Kabul. But she's. I'm sort of famous. I mean, I don't want to say she's a famous athlete because she's a woman. She's a WNBA player. They don't have, there's no such thing as a really famous WNBA player, but Diana Taurasi, this is, uh, I don't, I don't know who that is. I don't know. I'm sorry. But Cheryl Griner on with CBS this morning, talking about how the Biden people have done nothing for her wife. Go ahead. Yeah, it, it, it's it's very difficult to hear this conversation. Do you, has there been a, stra- a change in strategy on how you all are pushing the government for her release? 
do you are there calculations yes. that you make yourself about what to say and how to say what is that what is your thinking so that's a good question. So um, everything about this is a calculation for me because I have to walk the fine line of, you know, harm versus help when it comes to my wife right now. So as much as I want to, you know, um, advocate for her and push for, you know, our governments do everything, you know, I also have to take into account that she's in a position where she could be harmed um, mm-hmm. also um, by any and everything I do. And so um, it's, a, it's a thin line to walk in initially you know I was told you know just we're going to try and reserve you know we're going to try and handle this behind scenes and you know let's not raise her value and you know stay quiet and you know I did that and 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 respectfully we're we're over 140 days at this point that does not work and so I will not be quiet anymore um, I will find that balance of you know harm versus help in pushing our government to do everything that's possible because being quiet, they are not moving. They are not doing anything. And so um, my wife is struggling and, and we have to help her. Well, a lot of us feel the same way that you do. We all want her home sooner rather than later. Have, before you go, have you heard from the White House since the letter was delivered to President Biden in her letter? She says the first time she voted was in 2020 and that vote was for President Biden. Have you heard from him? I still have not heard from him. And honestly, um, it's very disheartening. That is amazing. I'm sorry. That is amazing. Uh, I mean, is it? Uh, I, I guess it's incompetence because when you think about it, how easy would it be? Here, you know, Mr. Brady, well, he's, you know, on the beach or whatever. He's, he's kicking back, you know, he's up from his nap and he's getting ready for his rice pudding. Why don't you just say here? Here, hand him a phone. This is Brittany, Brittany's wife. You know, tell her we're doing our best. He hasn't even called her, not even checked in with her. If I'm in the Griner camp, my next move is to just start talking about how quickly Donald Trump would have gotten her out and Biden will do it in two seconds. <laughs> That's well, you know what? I, I obviously I, I have no respect for the guy, but I mean, let's be honest. It's true. You're right. It is true. There would be. He would see this as an opportunity. He loves celebrities. He loves sports. He would absolutely make it his top priority. Maybe he'd give up the merchant of death, give them in the trade, but he would do something. He would get her home. And uh, even though she probably hates him and didn't vote for him, she said to the first, she's 31. Said the first time she's ever voted was voting for Biden. So she never voted for, uh, you know, whatever. He didn't vote for Hillary. I mean, didn't vote for Obama. Uh, whatever that's said the first time she's voted, she believed in him and he has let her down. And that is, I mean, I guess you assume they're trying, they're doing their, but they don't even call. They don't even call her, you know, her family and say, you know, we're trying just, just for the look. It is amazing. Sometimes you just say this, is, is there any, any adults? Is there anyone competent? I, I, in fact, I say that every day when Karine Jean-Pierre takes the stage, I say there is just, just one incompetent fool after another. Although the new, the guy who's in charge of nuclear waste, that guy, it's a Sam Brinson. You know, he really assures me, reassures me, makes me feel good. The, uh, the guy who likes to wear high heels and dresses that guy, he's a real comforting sight, but I, good luck to Brittany Griner. I believe back in court 
today. She's going to get sent. Uh, she's going to get convicted. She's going to get sentenced like ten years for a vape cartridge. Ten years, which is just madness. I mean, I, it's. I, I'd like to say you know she was foolish and got what she deserved. How can you? I mean, she's literally looking at 10 years in a Russian prison. She already sounds like she's losing it. Looks pretty, pretty grim, but uh, it's up to Biden. And Biden has not even checked in with her family. That is remarkable. But all right, let's get to speaking of remarkable. Let me get to uh, the the uh, 4th of July tribute from ESPN, which is, I mean, honest to God, I say it all the time, but ESPN is more woke, more whacked out, more just more crazy lefty than than NBC or CBS or CNN or mm, I mean, it is just nuts uh, these days. And you'll never see a better example in the way than what they chose to feature on the Fourth of July, the Entertainment and Sports Programming Network. Uh, I'll give I'll give you some of the highlights and lowlights, but first. Today's show is sponsored by MyPillow. Go to MyPillow.com and use the code word Jerry for huge discounts. For example, the standard MyPillow, which is normally $69.98, is only $19.98 with code word Jerry. MyPillow is made in the USA and comes with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. It's machine washable and dryable. It's the most comfortable pillow you'll ever sleep on. Get it now, and you can support this show and strike back against cancel culture. As you know, Mike Lindell's like us. He's constantly under attack from the cancel culture mob. By purchasing from MyPillow, not only are you helping out the show, you're joining us in the fight against the mob. MyPillow isn't in big box stores, as you know, so you can get factory direct pricing if you order from MyPillow.com using code word Jerry. There's over 150 products to choose from, including Giza sheets. You can buy one, you get one free. Half-off slippers, six-piece towel sets, regular $109.99, just $39.99 with code word Jerry. So go to MyPillow.com, code word Jerry. All right, there is the headline, page one of our our front page, top of the fold, ESPN on 4th of July, baseball, barbecue, and losing freedom this 4th of July. Now, I'd like to say, you know, you should read it. It's so, but, uh, you know, it's punishment. It truly is. Reading anything, Howard Bryant writes, is punishment. He is a terrible writer. And I mean, he, I've followed his career for years. He was at the Boston Herald. He's got jobs all over the place, generally looking for, you know, a woke uh, African-American columnist. They'll bring him in. They'll tolerate him. Nobody will read him. He won't, no one will even notice him. They'll pay him. And once in a while, they'll, they'll bring him out to just, to just piss all over this country. And, and, and on 4th of July, it is an endless, awfully, off, just horribly written piece that just goes from one, bounces from one thing to the next, and you know, one grievance after another. Kaepernick is just not fair what they did to Kaepernick. They, they didn't do anything to Gabe Kapler when he didn't come out for the anthem, but they still blackballed Colin Kaepernick. All this on the 4th of July, and of course, playing the hits January 6th. And what if they were black guys who went and stormed the Capitol? <laughs> well, the white guys, lots of them are rotting in prison for a year, uh, a year and a half later. No charges, no bail. I'm not sure how it could have been any harsher for black guys if they were, uh, if they stormed the Capitol that day, but it doesn't have to make sense. This is Howard Bryant. It rarely does, but uh, I'll just give you a quick excerpt. Uh, middle of the, 
this, this 9 million word piece. He says, uh, no one who cares will ever forget where they were June 24th, 2022, when the Supreme Court ended legal, federally protected reproductive choice. The day after the 50th anniversary of Title IX, the same week Cleveland Browns quarterback Deshaun Watson settled sexual misconduct lawsuits with 20 of 24 women, dash, the remaining four will go to trial. The same week that Daniel Snyder, owner of the Washington Commanders, is resisting a subpoena by the House Committee on Oversight and Reform regarding the, quote, toxic workplace culture, unquote, at his football team, including, quote, allegations of sexual harassment spanning multiple decades. I I, I said I was going to read one. That's one sentence. That is one sentence. It is just such a, obviously, times are tough. ESPN has laid off all their editors they let this lunatic just rant and rave and don't uh, don't even try to, you know, tighten it up. But he goes, uh, that one sentence includes, let's see, abortion, Roe v. Wade, Title IX, Deshaun Watson, uh, uh, Daniel Snyder, <laughs> the House Oversight Committee, all in one rambling mess of a sentence. Uh, and it just goes on and on and on like this. It is amazing that people, uh, that, that someone publishes books by this guy, books, whole books, like, like on Hank Aaron, they'll be like eight, 700 pages long. They're nothing but paperweights. Nobody's actually read a word of them, but you know, he's always ready to give you that. If, if you don't, if you don't give me whatever assignment, if you don't give me money, if you don't give me a contract and you know, I will call you race. That's what he does. That's how he makes a living. It's a remarkable thing. The guy who sits there on 4th of July talking about what an awful place America is, is getting paid handsomely to write things that almost nobody reads. Um, <laughs> quite the, uh, Quite the gig if you can get it. I mean, at least, at least like Jamel Hill or, or Bonnie Jones, they, they, you know, they, they occasionally get read, you know, they, they're not great writers either, but they don't write 9 million words on something that, that, that everybody essentially ignores. It's, it's just, it's, I, I mean, I guess I should respect, respect the game because this guy has pulled it off for decades. He goes on and on. He makes a point, by the way. The lead is this rambling thing about driving through Massachusetts uh, to, to visit his family. He's from Plymouth, but I think he's out west. He was out in Western Mass when he choked, choked out his wife in front of his six-year-old child and many witnesses. We can get to that. But he points out that, that Fourth of July used to be about family and friends and baseball. And it, now it's about America, red, white, and blue. And ugh, he doesn't like that. What, I mean, honestly, I, I grew up sort of near where he grew up. What is he talking about? That's just made up. Fourth of July was always about red, white, and blue, about flags and parades and America. It's never I mean, not. There's nothing. I mean, it's, it's, it's silly. Oh yeah. Fourth of July used to just be about family. We just had a good time. Then one year he says nine 11 changed all that. He's just making that up. That's just nonsense. It's not true, but it doesn't have to be. I mean, much of what he says is, is absurd. Like I said, saying that, uh, Gabe Kapler should be punished the same as uh, Colin Kaepernick. I must have missed the part where Gabe Kapler pays tribute to a woman who murdered a police officer. Or Gabe Kapler gives money to an organization that honors people who shoot cops. Or 
calls cops modern day slave catchers. That's that's what Colin Kaepernick. That's why people hate Colin Kaepernick. Plus, he stinks as a quarterback. Kapler's a pretty good manager, so he still has a job, even though he didn't come out for the anthem and uh, and, and you know faced faced criticism for it. But he's not going to get blackballed like like Kaepernick. But it's just one long rambling mess of one grievance after another. And uh, written by a guy who is a featured columnist at ESPN. Tough life for for Howie Bryant. Tough, tough life. Uh, I don't think, I don't know too many others who would have survived what he did, what he allegedly did. Uh, Bobby Burick from OutKick has been great on this. He's been... uh, tweeting about it and uh, uh, digging up the old clips when uh, Howard Bryant in the middle of, I think it was a Saturday, middle of the day on a Saturday was uh, smacking around his wife and choking her in front of their six year old child. Um, you didn't do multiple that. Multiple witnesses, multiple. No, no. You know what? If I did, I, I don't think it'd last, you know, five minutes in the business. I, I mean, if you think of it, think of, I, I mean, you, it's just, it's a fireable offense. I'd say. I think there was four or five witnesses. It was in front of a pizza place. As I recall, I actually have the, uh, the police report somewhere uh, from, from that day. Um, there were pictures we got, to, you can put the picture up there of him in court, uh, him in court face each other. Of course, as soon as he got arrested, his lawyer said, it was, oh, it was race. Cops are racist. You know, uh, of course. Uh, the, um, uh, the, the, he pleaded it down. Or he made it a, d- a deal where he got six months probation and he, you know, denies he did it. All those witnesses, four or five witnesses, you know, the cops, he, by the way, he got arrested for uh, being belligerent with the police officer, got charged with the cops, probably pulled the, don't you know who I am card. But the cops didn't want to deal with it. He had a lawyer, brought in some crazy left-wing lawyer from Amherst who said uh, they're all racist. But he survives that. He shows up to work and writes just a horrible piece and still is making a lot of money by from ESPN. They put him on TV occasionally. That's the guy who thinks, you know, you can't get a, catch an even break in this country these days, which is still, you know, uh, an awful, evil, racist place. That's the guy. But... And that's the guy ESPN chooses to feature on July 4th. Remarkable. But uh, any, uh, you know what? I'm looking at it now. I'm saying, should I, uh, should I read any more? I mean, it's just so long and rambling. I, I read you one sentence and it felt like a, felt like a whole column. <laughs> I just scrolled through the whole thing uh, when I had it up on the screen so everyone could see how long it actually was. If you're watching along, uh, oh, did only you? on locals. <laughs> Uh, you know, he goes, Oh, he goes on a pride pride month. Oh, the corporations all honored pride month. Uh, he, well, he talks about Gabe Kapler again, Gabe Kapler protest, but his employer, like so many of them is actually the adversary having maxed out his contributions to far right causes. Giants billionaire owner, Charles Johnson contributes money that supports candidates and enables the core which has telegraphed the coming assault on Griswold, Lawrence, and Oberfeld. Daniel Snyder owns the team that fined Jack Del Rio $100,000 for his comments about January 6th. But in 2016, Snyder was among a handful of NFL owners who each gave $1 million to Donald Trump's inaugural committee to support the man now accused of exciting the whole thing. <sighs> that's, that's an actual sentence. 
published in uh, ESPN.com. But at the ballpark, there will be hats for sale. Hats. Aspiration spray painted on the field. Aspiration spray painted on the field and online. You can stop drifting now. You're home. Pull the car into the driveway. Home for a moment. You are unsure exactly what that word means or perhaps more accurately on this Independence Day and during the crushing weeks that preceded it, you are 100% certain that you do. <laughs> okay. Does that, does that even make sense? I just read you the last two gra- paragraphs, the last two paragraphs. Did they, that is that. <laughs> and there we go. There he is. There's the man in court facing charges after choking and assault his own wife, uh, his wife in front of his six-year-old child. Uh, there he is uh, facing charges uh, after doing something that would get most people fired. Most uh, people fired and jail time and, and jail time and blackballed and banned and everything else. This clown can just, just keeps getting away with it. I should, uh, again, I should tip my cap, take my shade concrete cap to him because he pulls it off. But, uh, and, and this is a place by the way, where they insist they don't do politics. ESPN don't do no, 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 no politics. They got rid of all the, you know, all the people who did allegedly had any political you know, leanings, get rid of them, get rid of, you know, Will Kane and get rid of you know, Mike Golick junior or senior, or whatever, get rid of all the white guys that did politics and, and, uh, uh, demoted and suspended, I believe Sage Steele, the, uh, the, um, anchor who questioned Vax mandates, but not L Duncan, L Duncan, uh, and this is a bizarre, bizarre little rant. She acts as if she's doing it like off the cuff, like the people in the control room don't know I'm going to do this. And then goes on this pro-abortion two-minute rant about dads, girl dads who should be out there like her supporting uh, partial birth abortion. But uh, we can play some of it. I think it's about two, two and a half minutes. But she wants you to think she's just, she's an out, she's a, a loose cannon just doing this on her own. Nobody knows about it. Well, as um, I think Bobby Burbeck wrote this, but can you imagine doing the same exact thing and saying, thank God they overturned Roe v. Wade. Thank God. Uh, you know, they let's celebrate life. Let's, uh, you know, choose life, something, anything like that. If Sage Steele had ever done that, she would have been, first of all, they'd have, they'd have shut it down and cut into it and pulled the plug and gone to commercial. Secondly, she would have been you know, fired that moment, that moment. But you don't, I don't think L. Duncan has to worry about losing her job because L. Duncan is woke. But let's listen to this alleged impromptu uh, pro-abortion rant from, from our old friend L. I want the dads watching to ask themselves a really honest question right now. And I mean that. How does the sentiment of being a girl dad evolve beyond superficial social media posts into actual advocacy? Are you carrying that same pride for your daughters into boardrooms, locker rooms, courtrooms? I hope not. Are you doing everything in your power to protect their (laughs) rights? Do you trust them to make difficult decisions for themselves and their bodies? Should they be given full agency over their own lives? Can you confidently state to the women in your lives that you've used your power and privilege as men for their betterment? That you've done all you can to ensure that at the very least, 
they'll have the same rights afforded to decades of women before them. I had a friend the other day tell me that I was fearless. It is quite the opposite. <laughs> I am filled with fear. But this is not a fire drill, and so I'm going to keep speaking up, even when it is uncomfortable. I had a friend tell me Even when awesome it means I saying am. goodbye to my mentions, <laughs> even if it alienates me from oh, a faction gosh. of the public. I don't know if anything that I am doing will help, but I'm trying. And I suppose that all I'm asking to all of you well-meaning, proud girl dads out there is, are you? Oh, you're so fearless. I love a fearless. I had a friend tell me I'm like the coolest. Pro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm in favor of abortion. I'm fearless. So, you know, my friend said that. No, I'm. So her thing is imploring dads to support abortion because that means they're good girl dads, I guess. Uh, right, locker rooms. Are you bringing that into locker rooms? I, I mean, honest to God, it was so. It, the thing was kind of the whole thing was kind of you know, vague and cryptic and whatever. She just did that for mentions. She says it means I can't look at my mentions. She did that. That's why you're doing. That's why the people like her. That's why she lives for her mentions. She lives for people to give her the thumbs up or say, "Oh, you go, girl. So brave, so bold." You know what? Next time, next time, I don't know, go on there and advocate for life, advocate for, I don't know, gun rights, advocate for closing the border. You know, the, uh, yeah, that would be brave. That would be uh, fearless. But you're not going to hear that from uh, L. Duncan. And and, and we, we skipped the beginning because it is kind of long. And, uh, yeah, and, the beginning and, uh, is literally her just going, I'm going sense, off script. I, um, I'm amazing. <laughs> Aren't I amazing? I'm going to go up and I just want you to know the people in the control of them. They don't know that I'm going to do this. I don't want to get them in trouble. But get I just trouble. had to. God, that takes, that's so brave. Well, next thing you know, you know, someone on, uh, you know, someone, the New York times is going to come out in favor of gay rights. <laughs> so like, brave. I, get, I feel like I have to talk uh, to anyone with a daughter now and be like, you're not going into their locker rooms, correct? <laughs> yeah, <go on. laughs> it's insinuated that we are and i don't think we should be yeah i i but I, i'm a, i really want to you know what it should be even better is if you aborted the girls didn't have any you know that that's what she's in favor yeah, of china you can have sex yeah. selective abortion like china would that make you a good dad <laughs> l you idiot <laughs> but uh that's uh that's l i think that was before fourth of july that was a couple of days before that wasn't on the fourth like unlike howie bryant that didn't actually happen on the 4th of July, but uh, um, that was, uh, you know, L being brave, being brave. If you, are you gonna, can you do that? Go ahead. Tweet at her. Say you're so, you're so brave girl. You're so brave. I just see if I get the uh, retweet. <laughs> you, but, but I, I never knew she, when she was at Nesson, you didn't know she was this kind of radical nut, but ESPN where they're supposedly not doing any politics, that's where she's free to do all the politics she wants. It's just, it's, it's like they say about athletes. They want athletes to speak out. No, they don't want athletes to speak out. They want athletes who agree with them to speak out. Not all athletes. You can't speak out unless you're good and you're woke. Then you can speak out. If you're whatever pro-life, you better keep that under your hat. Uh, or, or, you know, Howie, Howie Bryan will come after you. L Dunk will come after you. Uh, but, uh, that's none. That's super woke ESPN. That's what that is. All right. We got a couple more things to get to. What, do I, what else do I have to do here? I want to do uh, Shay. Shay. I'm sorry, Shay. Let's do Shay. And then uh, 
We'll get the latest. We actually, what, there is an update on Highland Park, I believe, this morning out of Illinois. We'll see we'll get the latest on that. We're trying to get the exact guns that this uh, scumbag used. Uh, and uh, some about these guys, these uh, mass shooters, they seem to like to wear ladies' clothes. Ladies, yeah. ladies lingerie. They like to feel pretty when they go shoot people. But uh, let me do shave first. Shade Concrete, you know what they can do for you. you know, this summer, you got to do a summer home improvement project. I got one for you. New precast concrete steps. Whether you're building a new home or you're remodeling an old one, Shea has great values on precast concrete steps with designs that will fit your home. There are many options available, including concrete, but you can also customize with beautiful stone or brick. A new staircase will dramatically upgrade the front entrance of your, your home, giving you a much better curb appeal. You'll be the envy of the neighborhood. They remove the old steps, bring in new steps within hours. You got a whole new look and your house is looks better and is worth more. This isn't just an, uh, this isn't an expense. This is an investment, an upgrade in your home. With one phone call, Shea will deliver a turnkey installation experience. In a few hours, you'll have a brand new front entrance and you will love it. You can learn more about Shea's precast concrete steps at SheaConcrete.com. Also at SheaConcrete.com, you got to look for a job, a good one. Shea is hiring. They're always hiring. The business is good. It is booming. Right now, they have between 15 and 20 open positions. These are career opportunities for all different types of people with all different types of skill sets. All you got to do is pass a drug test. I did did just tweet out at L. Duncan. I said, I just wanted to say that at L Duncan ESPN is so incredibly fierce, <laughs> fierce or fearless, both. She's both. I, I wanted She's to mix fierce, it up. She'd be like, "Ooh, that's a new, a new one." <laughs> I need it new is, adjectives. It, 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 I mean, yeah, I've spent whatever it is more, whatever week, more than a week now talking about this, and like, you don't have to worry about a thing, L Duncan. You're in Connecticut. You're in New York. You know, L.A. Probably. You're in Boston. Maybe. I mean. What do, you, what do you care that uh, people in other states want to limit abortions? You don't have to worry about it. You're, you're, you're fine where you are. Yeah, it's not a concern um, going forward, but uh, you were brave. She was very brave. <laughs> she doesn't want to look at her mentions, though. You know, she did the second the camera went off. She looked at her mentions and sat there looking at her phone for the rest of the night saying, boy, that really, that hit a, that hit a nerve. People <laughs> agree with me about girl dads. Honey, but, I am fearless. <laughs> She's talking to her husband or whatever. Or whoever. I don't want to judge. Know. I don't want to assume. I don't know if she has a husband. Who knows? But. Uh, she's another one that doesn't have to worry about a thing. She's untouchable. She's not going to get fired. She's not going to get suspended. ESPN is so full of it. They do plenty of politics. Just has to be the right politics. But uh, anyway, one I want to do a couple more things before we wrap this up. Um, the 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 as far as I can tell, on. Let me look again. As far as I can tell, this this latest mass shooting, this latest uh, attack on the on the Fourth of July parade, uh, is the best example yet of of uh, mental health being the issue. Mental health of a, a, a of a guy just fitting the profile. Clearly, there were a million warning signs. They were all there. I mean, he fits every damn one of them. He was online. He was playing video games. He was obsessed with, uh, he was uh, a rap, aspiring rapper. He was, um, he was 
uh, a, a loser wandering aimlessly through life. And it seems to me that this would be the, the, the this would be the, uh, at the time to look at, I don't want to say root cause to look at the mental health aspect of it and say, how do we, how do we stop this? How do we, how do we prevent this from happening? And you know what will happen today? It'll be all about the gun. It'll all about the gun and guns and all about the, you know, what could be, and, and we'll have a million other suggestions, solutions that would not have prevented it. That's what's going to happen today. A million solutions, none of which would have prevented it. You watch, it'll be about the gun. It'll be about the red flag laws, a universal background check, the age limit. None of them could have stopped him. He was in Illinois. And by the way, I believe over the weekend there were 51 shooting, 51 people shot in Chicago, 51. Now this is awful. This is tragic. This is horrific. This is evil. But all, all you're going to hear about from the, the governor, the, the mayors, uh, the, uh, congressmen, senators will be about Highland Park, will be about uh, Cremo, Bobby Cremo, when 51 people, and uh, might, I'm sure the number's gone up, uh, 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 who was shot over the weekend in Chicago, and by the way, all over the country, in all the cities, in Boston, in, in Philadelphia, in New York, shootings were just all over the place over 4th of July. And we hear about one guy, Bobby Cremo, because it was uh, a mass shooting and, uh, and somehow we were supposed to be able to prevent that because he uh, wasn't supposed to be able to get the gun. Well, he did. We'll, we'll talk all about the gun today, tonight, the days to come. But uh, uh, some tells me there were the, 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 he would have found a way. He would have found a way. And it was up to the people around him. I don't normally like to blame, you know, mom and dad, because you never know. But they watched this psycho, like, online all day. They watched him, you know, tat up his face. They watched him <laughs> make, you know, post pictures of, of shootings and talk about shootings, talk about killing everyone. They, they saw this, and they weren't, uh, you know, the... They didn't scream. They didn't yell. They didn't rant. They didn't, you know, run to the cops because it felt, it feels like preventable. Now we have the, uh, yep, they have the state's attorney now explaining why he slipped past the red flag safeguards. Slipped past. Well, if he slipped past, anybody could slip past. So I don't want to hear about it today. I really don't. But anyway, we, you know, we never, uh, we did, we did, um, uh, Rex Chapman on Friday, I believe, but I, I feel like I should revel in his demise a little more. We did Rex Chapman on Friday on our Friday show, but uh, Rexy, who went on a crazy racist rant online, is still, I believe, employed by CNN and still employed by CBS, I think, for, uh, for college basketball. Rex, who said, uh, who tried to um, make Clarence Thomas looked bad because Clarence Thomas doesn't go NBA games. Mm-hmm. It was one of the mo- the craziest, ridiculous. I, I don't know if Rex is, you know, back fall off if he fell off the wagon or what happened, but Rex is a convicted thief who steals, um, who stole laptops and iPhones from an Apple store, $14,000 worth, and now steals memes and videos from people online. That guy wants you to think that Clarence Thomas is, you know, somehow a bad guy because he doesn't go to NBA games. 
that was so bizarre. I'm wondering uh, if if we'll see or hear from Rex again. I mean, he was the big star at CNN Plus. It didn't work out uh, at CNN Plus, but uh, he's still, as far as I know, still tweeting. He blocked me, so I don't get to see. But as far as I know, he's still stealing people's videos and tweeting. He is. But uh, good uh, uh, is he? Is he? Really? I'll check right now. I don't now. get to see them. Uh, I don't get to see them because he block he blocks anybody, everybody. But uh, Rex uh, Rex is going to survive too because Rex is super super woke. He hates all the right people, including uh, Clarence Thomas. By the way, why is it why is it always about Clarence Thomas? Six six judges justices voted to overturn Roe v. Wade. Why is it only about the black guy? Hmm. Huh, Rex? Explain that. I don't. I never see Rex tweet about uh, Sam Alito. Never see Rex tweet about uh, Gorsuch, as in ever Rex. But Clarence Thomas, he hates Clarence Thomas. Hates. Him. He sure does. Anyway, I, um, I got. Anyway. I have a, a new segment. I want. Uh, I want to try here. Uh, it's called uh, "Say Something Nice About Someone You Disagree With." Why? Why do you want to do that? Why not? Something different. I want to. I just want to pull up this picture and tell me. Uh, okay. Tell me something nice about uh, Nancy Pelosi. Any, <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> anything? Uh, see, walking. I think she's in Italy here. She went to the Vatican and got communion. Then she went to the beach. Um, as Jesse Kelly tweeted, he goes, "I'm ashamed of my thoughts as I watch this." He said, <laughs> "Is there anything that stands out to you by any chance?" I, I never, honestly, never knew, never knew. What the hell is she wearing on the beach, though? She's got, like, long pants and a jacket, and everyone else is, like, dressed for the beach. But that's Nancy Pelosi somewhere in, uh, is it Italy or France or somewhere? But, uh, I, someone asked me to do that once, say something nice about Barney Frank, because obviously I couldn't stand Barney Frank, but, uh, and I did, I thought, I, I said something nice, he he wasn't, he didn't pretend to be a sports fan, like John Kerry and most politicians pretend to care about the Patriots or Red Sox when the Super Bowls, you know, they make little bets. Barney Frank never mentioned sports, never went to games, as in ever. He never uh, made little bets on the Super Bowl. He just said, not interested. So he didn't pretend to be, you know, like, like one of these phonies, like, like John Kerry. Mm. So I, that was, I thought that was a nice compliment. Don't you think? I think so. I just don't, she, um, she's just heavily armed at the beach and I don't think that's safe. Right, right, right. I, I, I honestly, I mean, she's, she's 80, right? She's 80. <laughs> yeah. Those, those look about uh, 17, maybe 18 though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I'm not having those uh, impure thoughts like Jesse Kelly, but uh, it was, I guess, I guess pretty impressive. I guess. I don't know. I don't know. She, she was proud of herself though. Went to the Vatican, didn't get communion from the Pope, but from some, some Cardinal or something got communion. So uh, Nancy wins again, I guess. Nancy wins again, but anyway, we should leave it there. Did I miss anything else other than those two? <laughs> I uh, the only thing I have left is uh, uh, Ilan Omar getting booed off stage in her hometown. Oh yeah, this is good too. This is good. Elon Omar in front of a it's a Somali concert, correct? The music is Somali. These are supposed to be her people, but and you know, no one hates America more than Elon Omar, who by the way was. 
she, she came from a, a refugee camp, I believe in Kenya to America and has had everything, you know, every taken advantage of every opportunity, married her brother, didn't get charged with that. Now she makes, you know, $180,000 a year to rant and rave about how awful America is. And we should include her in the show today because we've been talking about people who just hate this country who have done nothing but benefit from it. But, and she's the greatest example ever, but this, she takes the stage or gets introduced and gets booed. This must've been a wake up call because Mm. she probably thought these were her people and she was going to get a big hug, but no, sir. Let's listen. What's the guy saying? Don't boo. He's saying, don't do this. Don't do this. They uh, really? This video you know is two minutes and 40 seconds. They eventually start chanting, like, get out and like all this stuff. Like, it's so funny. They don't hate America. That's the problem. She does. Correct. And, and she thinks they, they do what they should, but she's like all the, the members of the squad that hate the country, but they don't. These are refugees that love it here. I'm, I'm going to guess many of them and, and realize how lucky they are and, and as a result, they're booner ass. That's pretty good. That is pretty good. Of course, she, of course, she'll get reelected, but uh, oh, naturally, it is good to see her get a little wake up call there. That was good, good, good call by you, Ironhead. But anyway, we will leave it there for today. I uh, hope everyone had a great fourth. I did, I did until I read Howard Bryant, but I did. I love the fourth. I like, I love fireworks. I love, you know, red, white, and blue stuff. Mm. Uh, but uh, well, I'm surprised how many people were out of the country though. I keep seeing people online on Twitter that they're traveling through Europe or whatever. I'm saying I, I would never want to be out of the country on the Fourth of July. It's like they don't they don't celebrate it. <laughs> you're missing it. You're missing it if you're somewhere else. But I didn't miss it. I had a good time. I ran in a road race. Here's my road race shirt. Ran in a road race. Had a good time. And uh, then uh, I was feeling a little sore. But then I read Howard Bryant and it really hurt. That's when I really. Felt the pain. But I, got, I got back on anyway, the Peloton, so we all work out too, Jerry. What did you do? Oh, you got you what? I went back on the Peloton. <laughs> you have a Peloton? Oh yeah. You bought one? Do you have a membership and a subscription and all that? Yeah, I got it a long time ago. I stopped using it for a while, well, clearly, and I, I just got back on it on the Fourth of July. You got, <laughs> did you? Wow, big yeah. day, big day, and what? Once a week now, once a month, every Fourth of July. What are you gonna do? What's your routine? Uh, I'm just gonna do it until my legs don't work, then stop, and then be yeah. like, yeah, I'll get to it tomorrow, and then pick it up yeah. in like six well, months. Good for you. Keep it up. Keep keep it up but anyway that will do it for today thanks to everybody for watching and listening thanks to you ironhead i'm jerry callahan this is the callahan show and we will talk to you again soon shaking my head and thinking something ain't right is it just me am i losing my mind am i standing on the edge of the end of time am i the only one tell me
Like the show? Leave a five-star review on Apple and Spotify. Well, the tide is turning in Massachusetts after years of watching Democrats raise taxes, hinder local businesses, silence the voices of parents, and disrespect the police. The people have had enough. Go to MassGOP.org to learn more, get involved, or make a contribution. In these tough economic times, rely on 1AAuto.com. Save money and empower yourself. In good times and bad, get great prices. Watch 1A Auto's massive library of free how-to videos. Fix it yourself easy and fast with 1AAuto.com. Finding suitable mental health medications can be a challenge. The GeneSight test may help. Did you know that genetics can play an important role in gaining insight on how a person may respond to various medications? Understanding this may help reduce medication trial and error. GeneSight is a genetic test that analyzes variations in DNA. It shows how genes may affect someone's metabolism or response to medications commonly prescribed to treat depression, anxiety, and other mental health conditions. Visit GeneSight.com for more information. 